Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, wider, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, so whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Hello everyone. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I am feeling super frisky today. Super excited. As always, I'm recording from WTF Media Studios, Black Owned Studio, the only studio you should fucking record from in Soho, New York. Anyways, you guys, I am joined by my best friend. He's basically my brother. John, like the Bible, hi. Hey. Guys, if you don't know John, we have been a package deal since high school, best friends since freshman year, maybe even before that, and nothing has changed, and I'm so happy to have you back. I think at this point, you have been on the show more than literally any other guest. I've been on here four times, maybe yeah, five. Maybe. Four, yeah. Maybe. Around there. Yes. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. <laughs> John, just John is the guy and the friend and the person that I could call you 20 minutes before recording and you would be like, yeah, let's go. I'm here for whenever. Just call me. I know. Probably, if I'm not skateboarding, I'm there. <laughs> Can we talk about skateboarding just really Please. fast? No, like literally, that's like all I want to, let's, I'm ready. Because I'm such a big fan of skateboarding. Oh, yeah. You have almost died, I think, three times in the last month constantly, on your electric skateboard. Constantly cut up. I'm not going to lie, like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. Not to like toot my own horn, but I, I want to know if anyone has seen me out there just fucking zooming in Manhattan, and you're just like, whoa, what is that guy doing? I, just, I would love to know if anyone else sees me or if I'm just like... In your own head? You haven't seen John, me like that. John, you I go 100 you, miles per hour. I tell you that, but you have to you have to see it to... You have to see it. I've seen it. Okay. I've right. also seen your hands right now. Uh, one of them's Dude, broken. I'm always, I'm always cut up. I'm always cut up. Didn't you hit a kid... Or he had to move out of the way. No, I had an old, I had a grandma, is what no, I had. You and didn't, she was John. not happy. John. Dude, but like also, she was yelling at me and she was being a little crazy. But like, <laughs> she moved in my way. I hit her and her, her and her friends got like all pissed off and they were just like, like probably like 80, 90 years old. I don't know. But they were pissed <laughs> and they were just like, you, you, how dare you? Like my grandson would never do this. And, and, you know, and they were yelling at me so bad. So you know what I said? I said, well, I wish I had a grandmother. And then they stopped. <laughs> they stopped yelling at me. And that's how I got away with that one. But I did feel really bad about that one. I've uh -huh. never had a child. I'm very cautious when there are children around. I mean, Try I worry be, about least. the pedestrians, but you're really good. And you, I am you actually skate. like I could be Tony Hawk in a catalog uh -huh. that is, I don't know, maybe for skateboarding, extreme skateboarding. OK, it's not so much that I'm worried about others. Okay. It's you. Mm -hmm. You've gone to the hospital once. I have gone there a couple of times. Yeah. But like you don't stop. You don't stop. Like that's the thing is like when you love something, you know it, it makes you happy. You just, you don't stop. You just keep doing what you I love. I just think like let's, in, let's incorporate a helmet. 
I mean, I wear I do wear a beanie. I wear a beanie okay. in case I were to like somehow. Okay. But I'm I'm pretty good at catching. Okay. My fall. All right. So, so we're gonna move the fuck on because right. John literally has bruises and scrapes all along his body from skateboarding. He is really good, but they add character. They do. They do. If at the end of the day it makes you happy, then good for I'm you. I'm being as cautious as I can while being as like. Mm-hmm. You know, to as pure to myself as I can. I love that. <laughs> I want to take it away from you, John. Okay, thanks. Just for one millisecond, because Great. I know once you get in front of a microphone, it's like the John show, and that's why we can never be co-hosts. Let's bring it back to Sophia, because it is called Sophia with an F, not John with a J. Okay, I have a couple updates before we dive into all things John. So, two things. My mom did ayahuasca so my mom our moms actually very progressive they're like best friends mm-hmm. they're kind of crazy very crazy in the best progressive way. yes mm. <laughs> they are they are the they are great they're a great time i would say like my mom is like <laughs> Definitely a little bit crazier. They're okay. just like, they're just different realms, but uh-huh. they're both crazy. They have great personalities. Oh, I'll they give they them have that. personalities. They have multiple. Per- <laughs> they're, they're all great, but some are really hard to deal with. But I love them all. But I've gained, I've learned to love all of them. Yes. And what they are. All but of the luckily, like your mom's personalities are, I feel like, you know. Mm hmm. You know, moms, they're, we love them, but they're fucking crazy. And dads, we love them, but they're weird. That's right. just how it is. I mean, I don't have one, but I completely understand. And mine is hardly there. But- okay, which, by the way, John and I were watching this show last night, and this girl, this young girl kept calling... No, she was a little bit older, actually. Kept calling her dad, Daddy. And it mm. really rubbed me the wrong way. Mm. Do you call your dad, Daddy? Well, I hardly call my dad, but <laughs> when I do, I don't call him and say, hey, daddy. I does, say, Does hey. Allie, your sister, does no. she say daddy? No, we've never called our parents mommy or daddy. Well, you Their call mom your mom and dad. by her first name. Sometimes they'll be like, like, what's up, Elle? Like, I mean, her name's Ellen. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, if I were to call my dad, like Tony, he'd probably like fucking rip my head off. So you have to say dad. I have to say dad, but I would never say daddy. There's why there's I don't know if it's because we sexualize the word, but it just when I see a girl or a boy and they refer to their father as daddy. Right. It doesn't sit well with me. I mean, I felt that as a young age, too. Like when like my friends were calling their parents daddy, I felt that I was like, wait, mm, I don't want to like. I don't want to call my dad, daddy, Mm-mm. my mom, mommy. No. Like, I'm like a big kid. I, I did mommy for a little bit. And my mom actually made me feel stupid about it. And she said, stop being so whiny and stop adding a mommy or yeah. like an uh, E or question to everything. When I was younger, I did. Oh. And she snapped me out of it. But I just, I don't know. I would love to hear from people. I think now that when you're daddy in the bedroom became such a thing so now if you call your dad daddy it's just like a little bizarre right okay so the ayahuasca the, back to the ayahuasca <laughs> by like, the how, fucking way how was it by the way how was it so my mom tells me she's gonna do ayahuasca actually how this happened i'm gonna keep this brief is i was out with my friends a lot of my friends were on mushrooms i was not but i was on certain things, alcohol, who knows. And my mom texts me and she says, under no circumstances can you call me tonight, Sophia, because your ringer is on for emergencies and like you cannot get a hold of me tonight. Okay, so me, drunk, I'm like, someone kidnapped her, there's something horrifyingly wrong. Then it comes out a few hours later that she went to this ayahuasca ceremony and they didn't do ayahuasca, but it was like this precursor to the ceremony ceremony where they did something cacao, like something, some drug. I don't know what the fuck it is. Okay, cool. Fast forward to a couple days ago, my mom tells me she's going to do the full ceremony, a shaman, everything. The 
interesting part about it is that it was going to happen in, in West Valley. Yeah. No one knows what West Valley is. Well, first is. of all, it's in the United States. It's in Utah. It's a city and it's fine and it's great and it's fabulous. It's known for a lot of crime. One of the most dangerous places in Utah, basically, period. And when my mom told me she was going to be doing an ayahuasca ceremony in West Valley, Utah, I had a reaction, a visceral reaction. It was a little worrisome. Well, yeah, I de- 100%. I mean, I I don't go there often, mm-hmm. but I do know I do know that like they shouldn't be doing ayahuasca ceremonies because like <laughs> that's very illegal in the United States. Like that's only legal that's in true. Peru, I'm pretty sure. That's true. So, I'm if you're doing it in your backyard, I feel like it's really sketchy. Also, mm-hmm. I did text her on my own yeah and i said i was like like you know girl you good are you live but also we did talk and she did not they didn't say anything about eating food or you know what to eat before right because there's this whole thing with ayahuasca which or by the even way, journal i was like did i was like oh you've probably been journaling all day and she was like what are you talking about i was like well you're doing ayahuasca like don't, aren't they having you journal? Isn't that like part of the process? She was like, she was like, they didn't really tell me anything. I was like, well, I have looked into ayahuasca because I was about to do it. And I did a lot of research. I talked to a lot of different people that have done it. And it's very um, intimate. What you are supposed to do is not eat certain things, not take drugs, not drink alcohol. Oh, the ayahuasca pre diet. Great, according to shamans. So what does it say? No salt, no sugar, no oil, no spicy food. Okay, see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, you probably shouldn't be eating a, a ton of food before. They, okay, so, so why th- didn't they tell her all of this before she's going under the fucking... Why uh, did the West the Valley shaman not tell my mom to not do these things? I don't know. The one thing he did tell her, though, is the no sex rule. Which I had never, ever, ever, ever heard. That's weird. I had never heard that one. Is it ecstasy? He's like, I don't know. He's like, if you want to take, you know, LSD before ayahuasca, that's chill. Just make sure you don't have an orgasm. I don't fucking know you guys, but just I want you guys to put yourselves in my mentality and my mindset. I get very, very nervous when people around me do intense drugs which sounds shocking because i hang out with a bunch of people that do drugs her going into a trip that can last it lasts about 12 hours Mm -hmm. and i won't be able to hear from her it was a little bit terrifying um and just being in that headspace of like i don't know if my mom is gonna come out normal or if she's gonna come out a weirdo that i i had some anxiety but god bless her I think, well, A, progressive. She's very progressive. B, someone very close to us was suffering from severe anxiety, depression, and they went and did it and came back and said that 90% of that anxiety and depression was relieved after just one ayahuasca trip. And I personally genuinely believe it in ayahuasca i think i think it really is a healing experience i don't really know too much about it like but like i'm down to do anything that's about to like open me up and be like hey what's up girl i'm here so like if that's the (laughs) kind of thing we're getting into i'm there i think i think it's a little bit deeper than that but something that's even deeper than ayahuasca my mom doing it and her surviving and my mental state is my building Oh, I almost thought you said your bills. I was like, oh, no. well, actually, kind of my bills. Bills, bills. I want to talk about my apartment complex, and I'm not going to say where I live, and I'm not going to talk I'll shit. I'll say it. No. I'll say it. No, John, I'm going to say it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not going to talk shit on the employees and the doormen who I love to death come hang out with me in my apartment. I pay a pretty penny to live in my apartment it's complex. It's a beautiful place. It's stunning. Oh my gosh. There's a bowling alley. There's, there's a, a swimming pool. There's a fucking, like, what is that? A daylight, court. a daylight spa. What oh, is that thing in the middle? A zen garden. A zen garden. It's just like, oh. Yomi, you can come over whenever the fuck you want. 
It's a it's an extravagant she has, building. Sophia has a fucking she has a hibachi in her in her kitchen. <laughs> she has, she literally has hibachi in her kitchen. <laughs> That's a convo for another day. <laughs> but I I pay quite a bit of money to live where I live. Okay, right. I decided to splurge this year in New York because I've always been very frugal and. My apartment building decided that any food deliveries, we now need to leave our apartments, go downstairs, oh. go outside, what? go to a separate fucking area hey. to pick up our DoorDash, Postmates, uh, fucking GoPuff, fucking I don't care what is, delivery service. Is this a fucking fire drill? It's... Why are you... Wait, you're gonna have to go outside? Yeah. Why am I paying... Why am I paying a delivery fee? For me to go pick it up? You're like, I'm tipping you for, you have to tip them half. Tip them half. But the thing is, I don't want to let it out on them. It's the fucking building. Okay, well then you need to have that discussion. Because you are paying a pretty penny and that's not I fair. I just, I don't know me. I don't like that. I just don't think me alone, I'll be able to like, how do I get everyone in the building to, to like protest you? or something? Ooh, oh my God. Wait, let's bake cookies. The sleuths to pull the fuck up. Yes. Oh my God. Guys, it's just, I want everyone to understand. And I feel like everyone can feel where I'm coming from. If you are paying for a delivery service, there are taxes. There is a delivery fee. There's all this it fucking- It is so expensive. I'm paying for a service. And then this building that I pay so much money to live in is mm. not letting me get the full service. I think you should just get on board, on, on the board of the committee. And then you should just- Oh, help. I'm sure Sophia Franklin will be on the board of the committee. I already have like a complaint in my file. I run a podcast. I can run this building. Whatever. It's just, I think it's complete bullshit. I don't know what to do about it. The only thing is there is a little bit of a loophole. And if it's after 11 p.m. and before 7 a.m., then they're allowed to bring it up. Okay. So I Buy have in bulk. get it the fuck together. But everyone that works there, I love you. It's upper management. We always know that. Fuck them. It's always the head honcho. excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm -mm, Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set, you'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA.
Um, enough about me, John. What's what's new with you? What's the update besides you needing to get surgery? Okay, I'm not gonna like be going to down on the needle. But you should be. But I really should be. Okay, I do have to get and surgery. I, and I, I want to bring it up because I want people. You want me to tell it? Yeah. I want no. I want the people to urge you the way that I've been urging you to go to the hospital and it's get really surgery because it's so bad. No, every time I show someone insane it's really bad and it, it like actually it's, it hurts and uh-huh. it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and right. i just need to get it taken out and i don't want to alarm anyone but re- it's like okay what really what it is is like i got stung by a stingray so he has a huge fucking lump the size of my fist and it's, it's growing cr- it's it's growing okay. and it's getting uncomfortable to the point where it's like i have i sometimes walk weird and like the story behind it, though, is so comical. Like, it it deserves... You want me to... Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucked up. It's a movie. So, well, okay. I was on a beach in San Diego. It was a nude beach. And Thank it was you. called Black's Beach in San Diego. If you know it, shout out Black's Beach. Nudist beach. You can be completely naked. We completely naked. That. And I'm not going to say, like, I'm into nude beaches. But, like, I'm into nude beaches. So much. So. So I go to this nude beach with my friends. It's my first time I had ever been there and I was living in San Diego for a little bit. And my friends, like they they were like, let's go. It was just like this guy, his boyfriend and like my friend. Mm-hmm. And you have to like hike down there. Like it is a hike. It's not just like a, oh, we're at the beach. Like, no, you have to like fucking hike down there. Like rock climb. Yeah. Like- and it's like you have to find a spot, like whatever. We did all of that and it was fine. Mm-hmm. Had a great time getting drunk, having like we're naked doing our, we're not doing anything weird. We're just like naked, like, you know, like it's having a, a little breeze. Beach. It's like a little breeze and it's just like, a, I don't really give a fuck, you know? People think nudist beaches you're doing weird shit no it's a regular no, beach it's but just you like i don't want tan lines body. and it's just like fuck it so like i was like whatever i'm getting a little drunk i'm gonna go in the ocean everyone's mm-hmm. like mm, we're not gonna go in i was like whatever i'm going in so <laughs> of course i run in there and i'm just like drunk just like yeah you know just being like <laughs> fucking because this was like back in 2015 so it's been it's time for surgery yeah but continue so i'm like running around just my my 22 year old self or whatever Mm -hmm. and i'm just running around and i fucking step on something slimy and i'm just like oh okay like what the fuck was that but like whatever and it's like i i like take another step and a fucking it's just like i thought i got bit by a shark and i was just like oh my god was there blood? Well, I had to, I was in the water, so I couldn't see what was going on okay, underneath okay. the legs. Like the water was probably up to my, maybe to my wiener. I would say like up to like upper thigh wiener area. Okay. was like where I was. I was just like hopping around. I didn't know anything about like the fucking, the, there's something called the fucking stingray shuffle where you, you're supposed to shuffle around. Anyway, so I knew, <laughs> I knew something happened and I knew it wasn't good. So I get out of the water and I'm just like, I, I'm like running back, but I'm like also like, I feel like I'm a little bit numb in the leg <laughs> because I'm like I, I don't know if it's poisonous or what but I, I don't know if it's shock but I am numb like right. I'm something's going on uh-huh. so I get out there and there's blood trailing and I, my oh friends my and I'm God. just like waving I'm just like waving I'm like you know like something happened like I got bit by a shark or something right. and then like I literally go onto the shore and I like fall and then like they come running over everyone's naked I'm naked people along the nudist beach are huddling around and then they go and get the fucking lifeguard mind you i'm fully naked fully naked <laughs> and there are na- there are some naked people around me but it's like optional so there are like very well clothed people around me too yeah and it's mostly clothed people which was like kind of fucked up <laughs> and the lifeguard comes and gets me and he's picking up my foot trying to find out what and happened. your dick is out dude he's flipping my <laughs> leg around and my everyone saw my butthole that day and you know what's the most fucked up part what i had to hike back up <laughs> that place with a hurt but we hold on didn't someone pee on you no because it's that's a jellyfish but they like no. i swear someone tried to no, pee on you no that would be that would be out of this that would have i'm naked and someone pee oh hell no <laughs> 
hell no just take my foot off no but anyway it's scar tissue from the stingray i need to get taken out of my foot because it's affecting it's affecting my daily health and my daily walking and skateboarding and And it's growing all of the above and it's growing and i just can't believe that was a stingray and so anyone listening do the stingray shuffle Stingray it's like the monster dance it's like a dance move there you go that's fucking insane. I was bit by a parrotfish once and no one believes me because those type of fish don't bite people, but it did in Bermuda and I was bleeding, but Ooh. we're not going to make it about me <laughs> um, <laughs> on my show. Oh, come on. I want to know about it. Uh, quickly. Come on, please. No. Please. John's please. being sarcastic. No, I really do want to know. I really want to know. You don't think it's a cool story. I don't story. know about it. I'm going to wrap. I'm going to say it in three sentences. <laughs> There was a parrotfish. Parrot. Parrotfish eat coral and they eat it and it turns into sand. Everyone look that one up, okay? Because that's a very interesting fact. I was standing on a rock. There's all these little kids around me. There's a huge parrotfish the size of my upper torso swimming around super cute i have a picture of him everything he comes up to the rock he bites my toe i think it's because i had bright pink nail polish on (laughs) and then i was walking around bermuda and i was asking people (laughs) at the hotel like oh "Oh my god this parrotfish did this and they said we have never heard of a parrotfish doing this like gaslighting me like telling me (laughs) it didn't happen anyways i have pictures disgusting look at their teeth they're yeah. kind of cute. Are that thing bit my toe, John? Oh, it's like wearing lipstick. It's fucking terrifying. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning into Marine Biology. Uh, hear us fucking next week, John. I want to talk about your job because. I think that you've spoken about it a lot in the past. We both worked in finance and. I want to give some career advice to people. And by we, I mean you. Okay. Because we both fucking hated our jobs. And I think 99% of the population can feel that. Right. To a certain level. Right. I mean, I don't think like everybody loves their job. I feel like. No. I feel like job is called a job because it's a job. Exactly. Yeah. People so. people tell me, oh my God, you get to talk shit for an hour a week for a living Mm. you must love it i do but it's still a job like i would still rather just not have a job at all i mean i think that would be the luxury right but also not very fulfilling but like that would be a a, a, very luxurious so you told me the last episode you were on, you were like, I love my job. I fucking love it. And there was a lot of sarcasm in your voice. Yeah. Now, our most recent conversation about your work, you like it. Or uh, you've learned to like it. You know what it was? Was they did do a retreat. So we had like an off an offsite retreat. Mm-hmm. And that's like supposed to like boost morale or whatnot. Yeah. And I feel like it fucking worked because I was fucking Joseph Coney or whatever, <laughs> like chugging the Kool-Aid. So I don't know if that was I even his no name. I have no idea that's his name. No, jo- but when you said whatever. chugging the Kool-Aid, it registered. <laughs> Regardless, like I was fucking chugging that Kool-Aid and I drank it and I feel a lot better about uh-huh my job and I feel like it's like if it was because of that or or what or because I just decided like maybe like this is what it is but I've started to enjoy it a lot more and accept it for what it is and Mm -hmm. like actually ask myself like what is my purpose at the firm yes and and now I'm like okay maybe like the reason I'm here isn't just to be pissed off maybe it's to make maybe it's to make a change somewhere Mm -hmm. or like maybe it's to like do xyz so like now i'm actually like thinking into like the big picture like because before that i was like pretty pissed off like they've like they haven't been the nicest in the in a lot of ways but like it's also they've been very generous in other ways Mm -hmm. so it's it's just which is every job it's very tricky it's like a love-hate relationship but i was very much on the hate Mm-hmm. until I think like this like on-site off-site situation I really like like it made me realize why like what can I do yeah. why am I here and like let's make those changes happen even if like 
I'm not like, I'm not exiting right away. Like I have time to maybe right. make a little difference here and there. And there's a reason I'm here to like, maybe do that. Right. So like, that's kind of what it was with like. Yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of people, if they are in a job that they don't feel is the most fulfilling, incredible, amazing thing ever, mm-hmm. they just want to sit there and fucking hate on it day after day after day. But like, also, I feel like the older that I get, the more I'm just like, wait, I like don't give a fuck. Like, I, what do you mean? <laughs> what? Like, I don't like I, I care, but I'm not going to put your feelings over mine to the point where I'm just like, it. are they mad at me? Like, I don't give a shit. Like I at your job, like at my job, it's the type of job where you're not getting like constant validation being like, oh, you're doing such a great job. Mm-hmm. Like, or like, like, you don't hear that. Like, you'll only hear if you're doing a bad job. So it's like, I, I think that's every job because that's mine as well. I, I feel like it's a very much of a male dominant dominant. That's like a male trait thing as well as I feel like a male manager is very much like that. Well, finance is yeah predominantly male yeah which is makes me love it so much more but like (laughs) i really do i don't hate it i'm starting to like it and what it is for but Mm -hmm. do i think it's forever i don't think anything it's forever i think everything in life is temporary and yeah i'm just fucking going for the ride baby but i'm just putting a smile on my face a little bit harder which i love yeah because because if you sit there this is not me saying if you're miserable in your job get content and complacent no. and just make it work. That's not what we're saying. No. We're saying. Well, it depends on how bad it is. Like how it bad depends is on how it? Bad. Are you able to navigate your life? Like, are you, how much do you hate it? Like pros and cons list, like just weigh in your head, be like, what is this worth it? Is mm-hmm. it worth it? Is it worth my time? Because like time is so expensive. Like time is the most expensive thing in the world. Right. Literally the most expensive. So if you want to have your time being put into that, just manage your time and and make sure it's being you know directed in the right ways. And if you can direct it in the right ways in your yeah. current position, I think that you'll be able to succeed, take a step back and like see it for what it is. But um, if you're, you're if it's a very hostile environment and it's not worth your time, then get the fuck out. Right. You have to gauge how bad. But for a lot of us and for a lot of people, you don't fucking love your job. Right. Period. But my point is that if you are in a situation where you can't leave your job at that particular moment. Right. Okay. And, you know, you need to stay there and work through it. For however long, whether it's a few months or a few years, there is something to be said about making it manageable and making it right but like also you need to like set a precedent like for yourself like you need to set expectations and like be like okay like this is where i see myself and like if i'm not gonna get this like i've already set this for myself for next year and i'll be completely Mm -hmm. honest but like i love my i'm starting to like my job a lot more but i've set expectation to where i'm like if i'm not getting paid this much i'm out uh-huh. Done. Bye. I yes. tra- I'm telling you now, I was disgraced. I was disappointed. I was I felt like very much you like pissed the fuck off right. last year. Right. If you make me feel that way this upcoming year, done. I'm out. So that's what that's what it is. Which is super. And smart. you're able to do that. You are allowed to make those boundaries for yourself and like to mm-hmm. say, like, I've had enough. But like if it's maybe like just it depends on where, where you're at and like how much you can take and like where your line is drawn because everyone has a line. And- yeah. So it helped you learn to like your job just by setting goals and parameters that you if they're not reached you will be gone type thing. Yes that but also just taking a step back and just like being like I could leave tomorrow. I could literally, right. I could leave right now if I wanted to, mm-hmm. but there's a purpose as to why I'm here. And, and why I've I, stayed here. And I, I do think that my purpose there is like inclusion and diversity. I think it's like my purpose is to like be a, like make, a, make a little noise. So that is mind blowing to me. And I think that is the most interesting thing you've ever said to me our entire friendship. What? Make a little noise? Cause I ain't loud enough. Not make a little noise, but you could be working at a finance firm and mm-hmm. don't 
feel like you have to stay in the box. No, I don't feel like, oh, and then I become an analyst and then a financial advisor and then maybe you go in a completely different direction within that same firm, that same job Mm -hmm. that speaks to you. And what speaks to you is inclusion, diversity, just like the whole male, like, you know, dominant yeah. and straight, cis, white, male dominant. Mm-hmm. It just pisses me the fuck off. And like, I think that there needs to be just a different sort of yes. onboarding process. I like that. <laughs> onboarding. <laughs> Onboard, and just-, uh, just any, anything, anything, <laughs> anything. I will take, we'll take muffins. <laughs> if you want to give us gift baskets, we'll take those too. But like anything. Because you do want to be compensated more. I need it. Oh, well, fairly. I mean, who works in a job where they don't want to be compensated more? I mean, fairly. Hi, <laughs> me. Hi, probably everyone. John's tactic as to how to be compensated more. He brought it up to me at lunch last week. And it was very interesting. Very dynamic. Very, very you. What was it? It was, I don't know if you were just in a bad mood. What I don't was know it? if you were just. <laughs> what was it? You basically said, I'm going to lose so much weight. Dude, I don't have a so choice. That, so that, okay, fine. Let me continue. So that they notice that I'm drowning in my clothes and I'm not doing well. And they have to give me a raise. Is what is verbatim no, what you said, said at lunch. I said, I'm going to look so fucking good in winter. So, so it's like, why? I'm like, I'm going to be drowning in those fucking clothes. I'm going to be fucking Mary Kate. I'm going to be drowning no. in those clothes. I, I'm, you won't even be able to find me. I'm over here. I'm over here. No, it's just my fucking scarf. No, literally, like, I, they don't pay me enough to eat is the issue. I just took out another credit card. It's so, it's uh Okay, we don't know if it's them. We don't know if it's your spending. It might be a little Ugh, a little bit of both. both definitely both but you john sitting down saying i have a game plan this is how i'm gonna get a raise i'm going to start disappearing Ill. physically ill i'm not people will be scared for my well-being the, is he okay is he okay should we be worried the firm will be like should we be scared <laughs> and, he needs a raise and i'll say yeah exactly and i'm like i don't think it would go from we're worried to let's give the man a raise look i'm personally i am happy to put my body at like at you know god's testament and just say take it for what it is take all everything <laughs> away from me let me brittle and i will get a raise who knows maybe it will work i've tried everything else i personally don't think that will work but when john we'll circle back We'll circle back and we'll let you guys know. But when Catch John, me in the winter drowning my sweaters. When, <laughs> when John said, I can't, I'm just trying to get ready for my winter bod. That was something I'd never heard of. I was like, you mean your summer bod and you're like in your no. swimming suit and whatever. No. And John said, no, I want to be drowning in my sweater. My clothes are way too big for me. Noticeably, Which noticeably drowning. Like, they need to help me. Yeah. Like, I'm drowning in my clothes. Come May- Maybe we could just buy you extra, extra, extra large of everything. No, I need it. I want it to, I want it to be dramatic. Okay. Yeah. We need the I, I need to set a precedent. I... <laughs> Uh, look, I'm not okay. looking for I'm not looking for a, a, a 10% raise here, okay? It's 30 or yeah. 40 and that's it. Thank I understand. You. Okay, I get it. I get it. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. 
50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. John, I want to do a quick easy breezy beautiful slew university okay wait isn't this like when the music plays like yes like, ah. the music the music is about to play do, Ding, no it's not yeah. like, no it's not yeah. it's different music <laughs> we're not about to try to do it but i am the professor but today since you're here you're gonna kind of take over oh and i'm okay. more of like the backup the okay TA. here we go and we spoke about this a little bit. I just asked you, hey, is there anything on the episode you would like to talk about? And you said, I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-G. -E -E Do you I know what that means? I literally just spelled independent wrong. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? Thank you. There, there you we go. go. Independent. Okay. Independence. Independent. That's what you wanted to talk about. Yeah, a little bit. So I'm going to let you take it away. Okay. So. Where did this stem from? This stem from you. Thank you. Okay. I already knew that this was a personal attack on me when he brought it up. And I'm just going to, I'm going to take it. So go ahead. Okay. So the issue is that there are some people in this world that <laughs> don't particularly know how mm -hmm. or want to be mm. alone. Mm. <laughs> and I feel like maybe you could possibly one, be one of those people and you've had visitors come in, you haven't lived alone. Mm -hmm. Like you've just had people stay with you for like the past, what, like two or three months. And it's just like to a point where it's like, is, it, is she on a bender or is she just having fun? Is that me not being independent or is that me being a gracious host you and have, letting people that's you having like attachment issues and it's not healthy okay why did you move alone why to, did you move why did you move alone to really take the reins on being alone and my independence Okay, so then why, so out of the past two- So why are there people staying with me every single day? Yeah. I think it's a mix of a couple things. A, they reach out to me, okay? I'm an innocent bystander. Okay. B, I facilitate the entire fucking thing uh, because I am scared to be sitting in my apartment alone and have to deal with my feelings and deal with everything going on and really grasp and own being independent. Okay. So here is what I just like want to say. Okay. If you are like in a relationship and you don't like fully know yourself, if you can't fully be alone. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. Mm -hmm. If you don't know how to be alone, if you can't love yourself, if you can't be independent, if you can't live without somebody else, if you can't live for yourself and you are in a relationship right now and you don't feel that way or you're thinking about getting into a relationship, stop. Fucking stop what you're doing. Yeah. Like you need to be able to know yourself, mm -hmm. love yourself, love spending time with yourself mm -hmm. only by yourself mm -hmm. for like 
extended periods of time. Like you shouldn't, you should be able to be alone. You got an apartment to be alone. You live there to be alone. You wanted to be single. That's like why you wanted to be single in the first place is because you wanted to live alone and experience all these things and be independent. Right. So like the topic is independence. Which which John can speak to because we should give them some background. I just don't, yeah. You... You have been independent for I don't even know how long. Lived alone, haven't been in back to back to back relationships at all. Barely had any yeah, bear, relationships. Well, I have issues, which is its own issue. But the right. independence thing is you've got that shit down. I mean, I had that point down to like I'm basically Chelsea Handler. Like I don't <laughs> know if I'm gonna be with anyone at this point. Uh-huh. But like also, like I know that like I, if I were to be in a relationship right now, I would be able to fucking send it like so fucking well. But it's like that's because I know myself and I know what like I'm able to love myself and be alone. But like also it does get a little tricky too with independence is because like there are like boundaries and like sometimes I like being alone a little bit too much. See, I was about to challenge you on that one. Yeah. I was about to challenge you on that one because mm. I think that I we're polar opposites yeah, I, when it comes to that. No. You know? I don't get FOMO. Sometimes I'm out and I would rather be alone. Well, okay. See, John, that's where it gets a little bit complicated. It's because you and I are both on that same page. I mean, let me just let everyone know when John and I go out, we spend hours getting ready, hours pregaming, which is so much fun, hours listening to fucking Britney, Lady Gaga, like what I, I'm not even going to say the names because John actually takes go. I'm takes not over. putting Lady Gaga. No, on. I know I'm, you're not. I'm you have. You, I, I have a very diverse yes, playlist. Yes, your playlist is much more advanced than mine. I mean, mine. I might have a song or two of her. But okay, like, I was talking about my playlist, okay. your playlist, which we don't listen to because you won't fucking let me because you hog the ox like a motherfucker. But we spend hours getting ready, pre-gaming, da-da-da. And then we go out to the club and we're there for about 10. 15, 20 minutes and it's like we give each other this look and it's every single time Over we got to go home. Got to go home. Got to go. Yeah. Got to jet. So I feel like it's you have to be independent to the point where it's like you know yourself, you you just need to be independent and like live the fuck alone and just learn to love yourself, girl, take care of yourself. But what does that have to do with the FOMO? Cuz uh-huh. I'm the, I'm the same as you. I love to go the fuck home. So do you ever get like, you, so then you don't get fear of missing out. Then why do you have an issue staying in? I have a fear of missing out, but I also don't like being out. I think that's how everyone feels. I don't feel that way. Really? I sometimes would rather be in just all the time. And you never have FOMO. You I ne- never feel guilty for not going out. I never get FOMO. Okay. Well, you know what? Regardless, I'm very independent in a lot of ways. I own, I own, excuse me. I rent my own apartment. I live alone. I, I, you know, I'm not like <laughs> John. The face John is giving me is making me want to just cry right now and say I'm not independent. I pay my own bills. Stop letting people stay at your house. That's it. Okay, fine. Just stop. Like, it's on a crock den. Like, let, <laughs> let people live where they live. They have their own apartments. They have their own, like, okay, they but pay then their I, own but then, I, but then I have to deal with my own emotions and feelings and well, thoughts, I, oh and my I'm God, not ready. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Let me know if you need help. Okay, fine. Whatever. So, yes. Be independent, y'all. Don't look for anybody else to fucking tell you how you're going to live your life and like how you're going to live at your best. That is that, a lesson for that today, is folks. One, that is one decision that you can only make and learn to love yourself, baby. Ooh, learn to love yourself. That will be next week's fucking episode because <laughs> I don't know how to do that yet. Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. 
which for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they're staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt honestly come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized, I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor. But you get to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at tastesalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taste Salute. Look, you've had a long day, your boss is annoying you, your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do, and your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Anyway, sleuths, okay. Let's get into my favorite segment and John's favorite segment, which is SOS Save Our Sleuths. 
The Sleuths have written in their questions, stories, advice, and let's get fucking into it and let's let's solve some problems. Let's get dirty. Let's get down and dirty and disgusting. Okay, number one. SOS, I think I'm falling in love with my gay friend who even has a boyfriend. I know how pathetic this is, but I need help. I see him nearly every day at school. He gives off straight man vibes. I don't know what that means. Anyways, he's hot, great person in general, and gets very flirty with me, especially when we drink. We are very good friends and enjoy being around each other. I've met his boyfriend multiple times and they are great together. So fuck me. Maybe I'm just starved of straight male attention, but I don't know what to do. I need some advice because all I can think of is distancing myself, but I don't think that's feasible or even what I want to do. Have you ever had romantic feelings about John? Oh, please help. Thanks. Oh, Illy. Have you? I have. Illy. Have, have you? you? No. Have you for me? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't work like that. I have. I felt romantic. Not romantic. I felt love for you. Like. <gasps> brother like out of your p- no i haven't felt it in my pussy i felt it in my heart okay. that's where i felt it fair enough where have you felt it for me uh, not in my dick <laughs> so uh definitely my heart my heart my mind my soul <laughs> i mean john and i would have fucking sleepovers in high school yeah. and there was no funny business no we, we no we weren't like fondling but like no. I, I also wasn't that gay that was like making out with the girls I personally had no idea you were gay until that one night when you took Ambien. I was 15. Okay. You knew me for like literally like two years before that. Okay, but I was the first person you told you were gay. Yeah. I had no idea you were gay up until then. Thank you. Well, I I mean, I'm not giving you I had a girlfriend. Oh, you did? We never really did too much funny business. With her. So... Okay, let's not talk about us. Let's answer this fucking girl's question. Okay, well, I think that, like, she should, like, remember that, like, just because they're gay doesn't mean they're, like, not a human being. Like, it's literally the same thing as, like, you have more feelings for your friend. And he weren't gay. Like, if you were just straight. Like, it's the same thing. Like, it would just make things, like, it's not like he's going to be, like drop things and be like, oh, fuck my boyfriend. I'm moving in with you. Like, I'm pretty sure he has his mind made up. Like, he knows what he likes <laughs> and he's doing it. Basically, what and you're saying what is, I'm girl, saying is, fuck, give the fuck up. Yeah, like, I'm be- trying to be politely like, girl, like, what the- are you doing? Like, Yeah, like, I agree with that. Also, don't make it weird because, like, like, would you feel like it was, it might, I don't know. What? I might get a little weirded out. I might not get a little, I might. About what? I, I don't know if I would take it flattering or if I would get weirded out. Oh, if I started having like romantic if so, feelings. If a friend were to tell me like, oh, like I'm having romantic feelings for you. I'm trying to like put myself in that situation. To yeah. Be, like, how, how would you feel if I, that happened? I would probably feel a little weirded out. That's why. And I, would you try to be like, ooh. That's what I'm saying is like, I think this okay. girl needs to like remember that your friends like maybe yeah. get yourself on hinge, girl. I don't know what you have to do. Get, <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know what you have to do. I don't know if you have to go down to the convenience store and sell yourself. No. But, like, you need to fucking get laid. And, like, it's not by him. And it is <laughs> it's not, not by his by boyfriend him. either. And you just need to, like, yeah. put yourself on Grinder. Put yourself out there. But, like, wait, don't put yourself on Grinder. What are you talking about? Just this girl on Grinder? Anything else. Maybe anything else. Okay. I feel like maybe don't do your friend. I wouldn't even tell him. Well, she's wondering, she's saying, I want to distance myself. And honestly, maybe you should if you can't overcome these Oh, feelings. come on. Get over it. What? She can't get over it. How old is she? Well, she wants to distance she herself she a little bit. Like how? Yes, she's young. I understand. Not really, because I've never had a gay friend that I had a boyfriend. Like stop having, like gay. stop getting so horny. Like just like fucking find a boyfriend <laughs> and just be friends with him. Like and let just, him be have have his boyfriend. Like he's happy. Leave him alone. He doesn't need the stress. You know what? We did not answer this question, and I'm trying to respect the fact that. 
she has romantic feelings. I'm also trying to respect the fact that you it's know work his sexual preference and it is not you, girl. Like, Just, unless he's giving you signs, it's not going to work. Well, she said that he gets flirty when they're drunk. And I'm like, John and I, if you saw us out at a party, probably like, look like I we're smile. being flirty. I sometimes smile. We're not flirting, though. We're just touching. <laughs> that didn't sound weird at all. Girl, he's gay. And if you're really falling in love with him, you I think you need to understand how he feels about his sexuality. And that should make it pretty fucking clear. Yeah. And if you can't handle it, then yeah, go ahead and distance Maybe yourself. Maybe ask your mom. Moms yeah. always know the best like the best answer. Yeah. That's what I'm going to start. That's how I'm going to start answering questions on this podcast. Ask your mom. Cause I have no fucking clue, but no, I have never had John and I have never had romantic feelings for one another. However, I have had boyfriends who used to like yeah, get jealous of, of John. I got beat up a couple times because of that. Not because of my boyfriend. No, not yours. Just, just other. Other. Which is really sad and unfortunate. I'm sorry I'm that like, happened. Sorry, you know. I can't be friends with your girlfriend. That's so fucked up. That's disgusting. I know. But I did. I did have boyfriends who were like, "You slept over at John's," or like, "Did it?" Yeah. And I'm like, it was "Crazy." Literally, fuck off. Okay, great, amazing girl. Best of luck to you. All right. Hey, Soph, I am only 21 and in college, so I don't have a lot of money saved. The problem is that I'm a very materialist girl. Say I get $1,000 for Christmas, I will literally go out five days later and spend it on a real gold necklace. I keep a running list of things that I want in my phone. And after I buy something, I crossed off the list and immediately <laughs> add something else. Everything that I buy is good quality and things I've been wanting for a while. So it's not necessarily impulse buys. What is your advice on how to break this habit? I'm really struggling. Please help. Oh, she's struggling. Mm. Like financially struggling. She has a certain financial situation okay but she's very materialistic and likes to buy a bunch of shit fine okay but the thing is the type of shit she wants to buy isn't necessarily she in forever 21 amazon prime shit it's a real gold necklace and it's intense enough where the second she buys something she's adding something new to the list well like, knock it off Okay. Okay, girl, put your fucking credit cards in the fucking freezer. I don't know what you have to do, but like, <laughs> stop doing it. I mean, it, what's though? No, I I treat myself. I feel like I feel like maybe you have boundaries, but like also I think that it's a form of therapy. Is like I do too, something. but but this is what I'm gonna say is where is the need coming from? Where you need like the real gold Ooh, necklace? Yeah, and like also I hate hate. When people will like buy something just because it's something. Because it's designed. And I'm like, wait, that's like so ugly. My, I like, mean, just because it's right? fucking Gucci doesn't mean you should have bought it. And the logo is all over and it's, it looks, I, I'm like, it looks awful. Yes. Like, just, uh, I would have rather me not know what brand it was mm -hmm. and it be you know, like something cute. Yeah. I don't so maybe like start shopping for yourself. Like, like, are you shopping for yourself? Or are you shopping for other people? Girl, let check me yourself into therapy. Girl, let me take over for a second. You don't need the real gold bracelet. You just don't. Okay. Well, my jewelry is bought now as I think cheaply she might need it. as I can. She might want it. No. Mm -hmm. Pick and choose what things you need to spend money on. But there is no reason why every single thing you buy should be real gold, expensive, top tier. I mean, come on. But like, although we like to buy things ethically, I do want to point out one thing is if you are buying like really good stuff, then the resale you should be good. It sounds like she's not reselling. She's well. Fucking... That's what I'm saying. If she's hungry, go sell your bracelet, girl. Yeah, and also I think. That, um, that what is bad. it called? Retail therapy is a real thing until it becomes a, an issue, like yeah. an addiction. It's like gambling. Yeah. If you're, like if you're writing in about much, it, then yeah. like maybe you should just quit, like stop eating Top Ramen and sell your bracelet. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let me put it this way. No one's going to notice if your jewelry is real or fake nine times out of 10. And that's the truth. I swear to God. Boom. Done. Okay. Last question. Hey, Sophia, how do I deal with my boyfriend's female friend? They have known each other for six years. And ever since she first met me, she has been rude to me. Constantly tells me how they've seen each other naked when they lived together, told me that if she didn't like someone he was dating, then he'd stop seeing them, said that she's the most important woman in his life, constantly touches him and calls him sexy. And I recently found texts from her to my boyfriend saying she doesn't think I'm right for him. What do I do? Usually I give a long winded answer. And this is one of those times where I'm just going to say, You're going to give him an ultimatum. It's her or you. That's it. Done. Done. No, literally, that's it. I don't think I've ever given an answer that fast. That's so fast. Like, no, I have the exact same one. And you know what? I feel like he might choose her. And then Mm -hmm. fuck it. Get out of there. And then you should feel even fucking better about moving the fuck on. And let me just say it for the rest of the people in the back. That girl's a cunt. That girl is a fucking cunt. No, I'm kidding. But like, no, she is. See, they might just have vibes, but like, I'm sorry, no, girl. This girl is a mean girl, and I'm allowed to call a mean girl. Oh a yeah, cunt. she was a cunt, huh? And I'm not saying her okay, name. Okay, fine. She's a cunt. It's very rude. Okay, example. One of my best guy friends starts dating a girl. I would never, ever, 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 ever be mean to them. Well, maybe the, I don't know why he's dragging um, her along. Too. Tell the girl that I'm the most important woman in her life. You know, who's the only woman on planet Earth who could tell me that about my boyfriend, his mother. Then I'm going to say, you know what, queen? You are absolutely correct. Besides that. He sounds shady. Fuck off. He sounds super shady. She's shady. And I, why I already feel I already feel like I already can just tell that his answer would be her. And like, uh, yeah, and that just he would be like, I feel like I feel like she, this girl knows that it's her. I know if she were to give an ultimatum. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Y- yeah. He's giving me weird vibes. Yeah ultimatum or just don't even give him that and just fucking leave all right guys thank you so much for joining john like the bible and i john where can they find you um on instagram at john like the bible and the twiddly twit 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 twitter at john the bible (laughs) okay me as always to be with an f franklin with a y on all social media except tiktok which is sophia franklin and the number zero which That's really where I thrive, I think. And with that, you guys, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.